Liverpool 3 0. Corner taken quickly, Origi! It's Iniesta! And the Chelsea fans cover their eyes in horror! Oh, and Jarrett slipped, and Denver Barr's in here! Out comes Minilay, but Barr punishes of all people, Steven Gerrard! Lingard's got four defenders, he's still going, Lingard! Oh, that's sensational! What a goal from Jesse Lingard! He didn't need any support at all! He celebrates it! Let's get it, boys! Let's get it, boys! I'm about to debut it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first edition of the completely untitled soccer podcast, week one. Um, I figured we'd go around, talk to everybody, get their thoughts on current soccer world, how we got into soccer, and how shitty of a host I'm probably going to be at the show. So to start, I'm your host, Cody. I uh, got into soccer in high school um, after the South African World Cup. Uh, I've been playing since I was 17. I'm still shitty and just run down the sidelines. So that's a little bit about my soccer background. And, and I support Manchester United. Oh, nice, man. Uh, I, yeah, I was going to ask why Man United. Uh, it was the first team I saw in person, and I fell in love with my boy uh, Javier Chicharito Hernandez, number fourteen, Ooh. legend. Um, yeah, and that was like the first team I ever saw live. And then I've been watching them and following my boy Wayne Dai Rooney. <laughs> All right, yeah. So uh, I'll go next. So I'm Mickey. Um, I am originally from England, um, so obviously. Born and raised in football. Uh, primarily, my dad, uh, you know, was into it, so he got me playing. Um, but I generally loved the sport. I didn't just play it just for him. Um, then came over here when I was 18, played at college uh, club level at Central. Um, fire up chips. Fire up, baby. Yeah, you know, you know, you don't fire up for four years, you fire up for life stuff. <laughs> um, you know, I was uh, I was a good player, I'd say. You know, as I got older, I became less consistent. Uh, you know, focused on more of my academics and my drinking. Uh, so that just hindered my play. Um, <laughs> oh, that was decent. <laughs> that was just decent. Um, yeah, I support Liverpool. Support Liverpool since 2001, uh, primarily because at the time I liked their kit. Um, it just happened to coincide with when they won a couple of trophies. Um, but that wasn't the actual reason. I switched to them. I used to switch to my, uh, Sport Man U, but I uh, switched to Liverpool and I've stuck with them since. Good move. Good move. Yeah, I'm happy with it. Nice. Um, I'm Matt. Uh, I support Chelsea from a very young age. My twin brother and I, we started uh, probably playing when we were about five years old and uh, honestly decided who we were going to follow um, based off of colors, our favorite colors. So my twin brother, uh, loves Liverpool as well because his favorite color at the time was red and mine was blue and we didn't realize it would kind of shape the rest of our lives but it has and so Chelsea um, coming off a great season really excited uh, to talk about them and the rest of the Premier League and whatnot but um, yeah I played with these guys here at Central Michigan fire up um, these are, these are uh, it's a squad here so I'm um, just thankful you know talk with everyone here and so yeah all the way from Central Michigan and we're here. So that's kind of my story. I wish your brother supported Stoke if he liked Red so much. <laughs> Clearly the better team. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I'll go next. My name is Omar I'm from Mexico City, Mexico. And obviously I grew up loving the game. Everyone in Mexico just has such a passion for the sport and such a love for it. And grew up going to supporting our local team, Atlante, who are now relegated from the Mexican League. But me and my dad oh. used to go to every home game. <laughs> 
And it was just like, I just fell in love with the sport and the game and played it since I was a kid. Uh, then I moved to the United States and uh, my team that I support now is Barcelona. And I fell in love with them because of Rafa Marquez, who was my favorite player at the time. He moved from Monaco to Barcelona. And then also, side note, Barcelona has the same colors exactly as my team in Mexico. They have the blue and red stripes, like literally look like the same uniform. So my dad used to always say that Barcelona was our B team. <laughs> but yeah so that's my squad barcelona not the best time to be a barca fan right now with, with messi leaving but yeah we'll get into barcelona a little bit later there uh, <laughs> yeah. so my name is sam i'm a uh i'm uh mickey's twin brother so just like him i uh, also grew up and was born in england a town called cheltenham um you know our, our dad was a big tottenham fan he still is he kind of tried to force us to be tottenham fans um Oof. early on oh yeah yeah he bought uh, us uh <laughs> he bought yeah. us the kit he bought us like the three or four kit whackers when we were like three years old <laughs> <laughs> it was all tottenham yeah there's an there's an infamous picture uh going around with us in a full gear tottenham kit it's um, it was it was uh you know we started uh probably started playing pretty early on you know four or five years old and kind of been playing ever ever since then up until moving to the U.S. at 18, um, you know, I played uh, college here, Schoolcraft College in a town called Livonia, Michigan. Go Ocelots. Go Ocelots. Uh, played there a couple of years and, uh, you know, kind of then focused on my academics, not as much on drinking. I left that to Mickey. Um, and, uh, yeah, as far as my team goes, uh, you know, me and Mickey supported Man United at the same time. I stuck with Man United. Um, you know, pretty much been there in 99. Champions League winning year, uh, or treble winning year. Um, my favorite players at the time were kind of love David Beckham, Teddy Sheringham, Molly Gunnar Solskjaer, who's our manager now. So it's fun kind of watching that progression for him. Um, but yeah, excited to see how this season goes. Heck yeah, guys. I'm really excited. And one of my favorite things to do every year is come out with predictions. We actually started this last year where we just kind of chose the worst teams and see, like, to see who would predict the best and sam killed it uh we we're predicting fulham wins like sam was winning everything so i think what we're going to do for this episode is just kind of stick to what we think is going to happen this year good bad and just some random predictions so um to start thinking best and worst teams um i'm going to go ahead i've changed this three times but i think i'm going to choose manchester united to win the premier league this year um i got i got love for Jaden sancho we got rashford uh we have veron in the back uh, slab head. Uh, we have two amazing goalies too. <laughs> Nobody talks about like they can be interchangeable. Um, we finished better than I think we were last year. And I think we just kind of filled those gaps, not to mention we got Jesse Lingard back. Um, yeah, so Messi Lingard, Messi Lingard <laughs> legend. <Lingardino. laughs> and for last place, I've also teetered on this one, but I think I'm going to go uh, I think Watford's going to finish last for me. That's all right. What makes you so hopeful about Man United then? Is it the transfer window or what? Transfer window, uh, I think number two is that I think Tuchel is going to have a sophomore year slump. Um, and I, some, for some reason, I think Manchester City is only going to go downhill and then Guardiola leaves. Like, I, for, I, that's just out of nowhere that's in my head. Predict, bold predict I think, honestly, honestly, I think that's fair. I kind of can see Wait, Man You City. reckon that happened this season? I, I'm, I'm not saying they're not going to finish top three. They'll probably be second, but I, I don't think they'll win it again, and I think RDL leaves. I got, I got Man City coming in third. I don't think they'll finish top mm. two. I think they'll be top three. 
and for and to to go against what you were saying, I think Manchester United second. You okay. know who's first? Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> I do believe Chelsea will come first, and not just because I am a Chelsea fan, but we're coming off an amazing, amazing year. Um, yeah, obviously winning the Champions League, and um, you know this, I guess, a roller coaster of emotions. It really kind of helps the team bond and whatnot. And so I, I still think that we're we're a bit slept on. Um, we don't have all the world class players um, like Man U or, or um, any, you know, Man City. Uh, I mean, we do. I do. Yeah, I, I think do, you guys but... are. I think you guys play for player probably have the second best team behind so. Man City. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else agree or disagree? Second best team. Uh, player for uh, player for player. Man, player for player. Who do you have? Who do you got coming in last? Uh, last? I don't know. I'm so this one's kind of tough, but I honestly want to say Burnley. Mm. They got a good manager, yeah. though. They got a good uh, manager. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, What's yeah. his name? I'd be surprised. Yeah. I'd be surprised. Then, man. Sean Dyke. Sean Dyke. That's why. That's why I think yeah. you know. You know, I, this one's a tough one for me. But I, like I, like Cody said, just kind of have a feeling. So we'll see. Yeah, I think picking the best teams uh, or the winner this season was tougher than last season. For example. Um, I've obviously gone with Liverpool. I think we've all gone partly because it's our own teams, but also because we genuinely believe that, uh, you know, our teams on paper match up well with the other teams. Um, it, it was t- it's tough though because I think Liverpool's being slept on this year. Like we had badly last year. No one's really thinking that we're going to do anything this year either. We've been quiet in the window. Um, you know, we've only brought Konate in. Um, and you lo- What's your thoughts on the loss of Wijnaldum? Yeah, Ryan Adams gone out. Um, I think it was, I think it was the right time. To be fair, I think I think he was being pushed out with Thiago coming in last year. Um, I think he would have played less if Thiago wasn't as hurt, and if our defenders weren't hurt, and Henderson didn't have to go into the back four. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it it was the right time. I think his yeah <clears throat> his form wasn't as consistent last year, but that was the same with everybody really in our team. But um, yeah. this year. Like I saw one pundit say that we might not make we might not even make the top four because we don't have enough depth in our defense, as he said. Which yeah, I was you, uh, you probably won't, Mickey. Yeah, bro. I was going <laughs> to say I I think out of us three so far, I think Liverpool is the most stretch. Like you think we lack? No, I I disagree. I I could not disagree more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but why? Okay. But like, well, the only off. I think our only problem area is is midfield. But when I thought about it, when I thought about the midfield, all right, my name's gone. But we have everyone. Everyone's fit pretty much now, and we have um, Thiago, Fabinho, Henderson, um, and then if you add in Oxlade Chamberlain and Minamino, they they start playing well as well. It sucks. And hopefully Thiago like fits in a little bit better the second year. He gets a little bit more comfortable. And like, well, yeah, I think the original I think the original plan was to play Thiago, Fabinho, and Henderson. So Vinaldo wasn't even in that plan anyway, even when he was there. But um, they're all fit now, and they'll get to play together. So um, hopefully that works out. But then going back to the defense, we've got more depth because Kanate has been brought in. Uh, but then all the injured players are back: Van Dijk, yeah. Gomez, and Matip. So you need, and those are the center backs. I forgot Matip. Yeah, I totally forgot about him. Uh, I think Van Dijk being back, um, players playing in their actual positions like Henderson and Fabinho. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. We, I think, I think we're going to go back to how we were the year before. Obviously, I'm hopeful, but I generally think we will too. And with the fans being in the stadium again. Uh, yeah, and you have the manager too. 
like that's another thing that's slept on. But let me yeah. let me ask you this, Mickey. It sounds like it only takes one injury to throw off the entire season if you have a bunch of players having to shift around and then you guys aren't performing at your very best. You know what yeah, happens? But is, is that what happened last year? It sounds like it. No, what happened last year is, is a bunch as a few of them got injuries quite at the same time. Like okay. it was all around like October, November. Yeah, they made they really made a push at the end, and they finished up. Well, uh, and I looked it up. Um, we uh, we really, we finished third, still surprising, but um, we ended up finishing third because in the last ten Premier League games, we got twenty six points out of thirty. We only drew twice. Yeah. How do you feel about your number nine, Bobby? He's yeah. uh yeah, I mean Bobby Choppers, been... baby. <laughs> Bobby Bright though? teeth. He had a. <laughs> He uh he had bad you know he had a bad year last year but so did so did Mane uh, Salah Salah was the only one that kind of picked up the slack a little bit for those two but um I don't know I've seen Bobby I heard Bobby did well in um you know Copa America and in the preseason games he scored a couple of goals already so uh, I'm just hope I'm just hopeful just a hopeful Liverpool fan and we'll get back to what we were two years ago <laughs> <laughs> but I generally I can generally see it but on the other hand yeah I can also generally see us not blending as well again but it would have to take another injury crisis for that to happen but yeah i go with liverpool as the best and then i went with watford as last um i just don't like him i just the kids are ugly the players are ugly they play ugly football. <laughs> uh, the stadium's ugly ashley young legend there <laughs> the fans are ugly <laughs> the fans are ugly. Follow mickey like what i said at the beginning i don't know what it is about watford i don't like them <laughs> Yeah, yeah like there's nothing really. I, like, I did, I did like Watford for only one year when they had uh, Miguel Layun, my boy Layun. Uh, <laughs> I will say, I, I did like uh, Watford for a second after I watched uh, Jay Demerit, um, center back for US USA, played there. So I was always like, well, support the Americans. Same, same reason for you, Omar. But uh, no, I like I only liked Watford when they uh, when they um, beat Liverpool. They ended Liverpool's uh, and beat everyone. <laughs> So that, yeah, that was worth that, that was worth Yeah, I think that sinked into my hate for them. Um, but in, in another, in a more serious note, there's it does seem like there's nothing like good about them. You know, what I mean, like um, like Norwich, for example, they got some quality. They got some good players. Like you think, like like Cantwell or um, if that Finnish striker is still there, what's his name? Pookie. Pookie. Oh uh, Pookie. Uh, yeah. Pookie. And if you're, t- I mean, if you're talking about Brentford too, Brentford. They look fucking good. At, like yeah, last Brentford, yeah, Brentford. They're definitely players. buzzing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, yeah. You watch the team. You're like, oh, there's some good, good players. There. They got, like, they got some good jerseys like... too. Brentford, cool jerseys. You gotta give it to. Yep. Them. Yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> Watford. Ah, oh, just, yeah. just awful. Dog shit. They they deserve to be relegated. Come on. What are your thoughts? <laughs> well, yeah. So where's Watford? That's easy money right there. <laughs> <laughs> so my best. You guys, I almost. I was going to say Man City, but that's like an easy one for me to say. And I always kind of hate doing that. Yeah. Um, I'm going with like almost, I think this is my bold prediction. I'm going with Tottenham to win it. What? That's so bold. No. Oh, I love it. A couple of weeks. Listen, listen. Here we go. It's because they're fucking managers. No, a couple of weeks ago, I almost would have put Tottenham as the most mediocre team. But now things are starting to turn around. For It looks like Harry Kane's going to stay. So he's going to stay. Oh, he's out. And also, it's looking like they're going to sign Lautaro Martinez. So you're looking potentially having a Lautaro Martinez and Harry Kane up top. That's like a that. huge It's a huge signing if they if they grab him. If they're able to get those two. I don't know. Martinez is just like a better-looking Lamella, you know? 
She looked like Lamella. On top of that, they got my boy uh, Nuno Espiritu Santo. They got mm-hmm. him. They got him, and I love him. I love him at Wolves. Is that him. his real last name, Omar? There's no way, right? Yeah. That's insane. Holy Spirit. <laughs> that his last name is the Holy Spirit. And then no, he's not. He'll bring a couple other Portuguese <laughs> players, and they'll do yeah. their thing. And never thought I would say that. Never like that none, but here we go. That's my yeah. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> I have I have heard that they're not going to sell uh, Martinez just because uh, they're getting rid of Lukaku now. You know he's going to Chelsea, oh, yeah. and so it's yeah. I don't know. I thought it was a pretty happen. done deal. It's Martinez. Yeah, yeah, it's Martinez. pretty close to done, done, Matt. Oh, okay. You never know though in soccer. You never know. Yeah, it's mm. not like yeah. I haven't seen pictures yet. But no, but let me say this though: if Harry Kane leaves and Martinez doesn't come with Tottenham, then. <laughs> My that prediction is done for me. Like you yeah, relegation. They just missing one man. They're one Mexican away from a Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back Chicharito. Where's he at? Oh, Sissoko. Uh, oh, right. hey. So as far as uh, worst team goes, uh, here's a couple. I don't know if they'll finish bottom, but like I just I hate Burnley. Um, uh, they're just I think just the way you know they they play. Um, it's just so. Route one is nothing, nothing pretty about it, but at the same time, you could argue that you know it gets some results, and so why why change the system? I, I think the manager suits the the their style of play obviously well. I've been doing it for a while, and it's just kept them in the league for so long. But I just can't bring myself really to watch any of the games, even if they're playing Man United. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I'll, I'll watch Watford Southampton or something. You know, it's got to be better than this. So. Um, but you know, I think even considering the finished bottom, I think even Southampton probably fall into the mix uh, this season. Um, you know, they they kind of they lost uh, you know Danny Ings. Uh, I think he went to Villa, right? Um, yeah, he did. Yeah, that's a big loss. He was actually he was I think he was like top five for Golden Boot, maybe top. He was definitely top ten. Yeah, yeah, he was pulling. He was racking it in. I mean. You know, so I think that's a big loss. I think uh, just in general, I think they kind of slide. They tend to do pretty well at the beginning of the season and they kind of they, they go bad at the end. Um, yeah, I don't know if they'll be able to kind of hack it. I think they'll be banking on team, you know, the up-and-coming teams like your Norwich and Watford and even Brentford for that matter to slip up or, you know, to keep them afloat. But, um, yeah, so I'd be interested at the bottom of this year's season just as much as on top. You know, obviously, I think on top of this season – there's a lot more teams in the mix uh, as, as, as opposed to the past couple of seasons. Um, obviously, I'd love to think that Man United uh, have a really good chance, probably the best chance they've had in a while, probably since the last time they won it. Um, but it's hard to know. It's hard to know if with the new players coming in, if uh, you know they'll gel well with the team. I think in, on paper and theory they would, but uh, you never know. It looks like in the preseason, you know, playing pretty well, um, getting some good goals. Greenwood's doing well. Rashford's obviously... I think going to be out for the beginning of the season. Um, you know, uh, contemplating. I don't know if he's going to have surgery on his shoulder or there's. Uh, yeah, he went. He went forward, he was. I saw today. Yeah, I saw he posted a pic today. He had his surgery on his shoulder. Okay. Yeah. And, so uh, they have to amputate it so he can't play again. Going <laughs> ah, so. to play one-handed. All right. Well. <laughs> uh, so you know that would be that would be tough. I think because Rafa would play a big role, but I think that gives other players to kind of step up. Whether it's Lingard coming back in, he's obviously did well at West Ham last year and. Done pretty well this preseason too, um, um, but uh, yeah. So that, that's what I like. To think that's kind of my heart. I feel like head wise, uh, you know, I, I think 
Man City would be still be tough to beat. I think we're bringing Grealish in, um, you know, playing with the likes alongside De Bruyne, Foden. I mean, I think Foden will step up more this season. He is um, injured to start the season, so I, I I do think if if Man City lose games, it's going to be early. I feel like they're going to get hot after that. It's true, but if they did well in the preseason and uh, in the early season, and uh, you know, and then obviously Foden comes back in, and they're still running on you know full steam, then the stuff they they're just very consistent. They're just a very consistent team. Uh, yeah. I think how they go in the first couple of games will kind of set the tone for them, um, and I think it will be up on, up to the rest of the other teams to kind of keep up. But it's definitely more competitive uh, overall uh, this season than I think uh, previous seasons have been. So that's definitely exciting. What position do you have Man City finishing then? I, 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 you know, I mean, I hate to say it, but I do have them top. Um, yeah. But I think, you know, points-wise, in terms of tally at the end of the season, it will just be a lot closer. It won't be a runaway um, like it was. But, um, yeah, yeah. What do you guys think about Leicester City? How do you think they'll do? Top four again? Or like top close to top four? I'm saying five. They're in fifth. I think we have enough competition yeah. up top. So, I, I have them top four. Top four? I don't who do you have? I don't see anyone who do you have outside the top four? I don't see anyone besides Liverpool top four. Man City, yeah. Man City, Liverpool, United, and Chelsea. And I think that's just the top four again. Yeah. We'll let it's, you know when yeah. we get to our bold predictions. But, but now as we move to our bold predictions. Uh, then I'll start. I think my top four, my boldest prediction of the year, it doesn't mean it's my best prediction. My top four doesn't include Liverpool or Tottenham. Oh, well, the Tottenham's not a surprise, but the Liverpool, that's ridiculous, <laughs> mate. <laughs> I do. I do have Liverpool in my top four. Uh, what's your bold prediction then, Maddie? Just think oh. about it. How, remember how bad we played last year and we still got third? It's my bold prediction. I'm not going to back it up with any stats. I'm just saying it's, it's a bold prediction. <laughs> you kind of heard me. It should be called a stupid prediction. <laughs> honestly, honestly I, don't, I don't know if I – I feel like I, I kept it pretty safe, which I guess is, is a bit boring. Um, but I do have my top four, and this is why it's not so 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 bold. But like I said, Chelsea first, Man, Manchester United second, Manchester City third. I wow. think they'll, they'll drop. Um, but Liverpool four. And then behind Liverpool – Fifth, Leicester, and then Tottenham. And then Leeds. I think Leeds will have a pretty decent season. I'm excited to watch them play. I love seeing them play. Leeds, fun team. Talk fun. about another fun yeah. team that played last year that I do think has a chance of finishing top four. West Ham. Mm. Yeah. 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 But Lingard I don't know. That's true. He did. Yeah. Who have they, who have they, have they brought in, uh, anyone in during this transfer window that we know of? Couldn't tell you. Okay. Same. Yeah. Yeah, they've they've been quiet. It seems. Yeah, like. I, I mean, they have the goat of all then. coaches, Moyes. Yeah, I think they're trying to bring Carlos Tevez and Mascherano back, but <laughs> 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 trying to relive the, the glory days. You know? <laughs> hey, trying you to guys, get Frank Lampard uh, back in there. Leeds United <laughs> got uh, Barcelona's uh, left back uh, Firpo, Junior Firpo, the backup. Ooh. yeah, man. See, they're gonna be exciting to watch. And their their striker, what's his name? Bamford is a fucking animal. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they still got the Spanish striker Rodrigo playing with them. He, That's right. He didn't, get, he didn't get a good chance last year, so he hoped he couldn't get yeah he couldn't get off the bench much last year, could he? Hmm. No. They got Rafinha yeah. though. Rafinha was killing it over there. I, I was surprised he didn't. I'll be like I thought Rafinha was gonna leave 
because he did such a good job. I thought one of the top clubs would pick him up. Maybe mm -hmm. he's the type of player I feel I like would go to Juventus. Omar, what's what's your what's your bold uh, bold prediction of this year? And again, this doesn't have to be uh, restricted to Premier League either. I will say that Omar is kind of our like resident expert in La Liga, and we're really we're going to get into La Liga later with the recent news. But um, I just want to ca caveat as we go to Omar well, for this. I, mean, I think uh, one of my bold ones, obviously, is the Tottenham winning. I think that one's like super bold. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but I would like to say another crazy one is having. I don't know if it's bold to say Barcelona won the league, but. I want to I want to have them win the league even without Messi in La Liga. I think that's pretty bold. I think yeah. that's bold. Yeah. I I don't know. I kind of see it. Like the team's going to be they're, they're going to have an opportunity to build past Messi and they're it's going to be a chance I think that also, they're gonna play I, I'm not going to say they'll passion. make the Champions League final but they'll make a good run in the Champions League. Like better than the past couple of years. You know what would be a storyline though? Barcelona knocks yeah. out PSG. Ooh. The Champions League. Ooh. <laughs> Not even for the yeah. final. That would be a huge storyline. That yeah. would be salty. Let's go. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. I think I, I kind of have faith in what Omar's saying about Barca. Not Tottenham, though. <laughs> that was a, oh, that one, I might hate myself for that one tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, though, dude. Uh, are we on to Sam? Is that the next poll prediction? Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, so my, that's a little bit different than, than those guys. So my bold prediction is, is that I think Norwich will beat two of the top six teams uh, this season. Um, I think that's, you know, uh, you know and, uh, maybe even go as far as the top four out of your City, United, Chelsea, Liverpool. Um, obviously not banking yeah, on being United, but that is my, you know, I'm, I'm pretty saying that because, like I said, I think I've got some quality players and people who stuck with them, whether it's Cantwell and uh, um, Max Ahrens um, at the back. Um, you know, they, they just got Billy Gilmore on loan from Chelsea. Yeah, that's yeah. a big one. Um, that's a, I think that hurts. He's going he's gonna to get, I think, a good amount of playing time. Uh, yeah. Probably play regularly as long as he stays fit. Um, you know, they, they got that forward as well from the U.S., didn't they? Uh, Josh, Josh Sargent. Josh Sargent, um, yep. From from Werder Bremen, um, so you know I think it's an, another American there looking to do hopefully some big things, and so yeah, I think that, I think they're going to be a little dark horse, not a dark horse in the way of you know uh, top six or anything like that, right. but I think make some surprise uh, um, surprise score lines and some some surprise victories. So yeah, can I, interesting. Can I ask then who who would you say is your dark horse this season? Who's going to surprise you the most? Like for me, I think it would be Leeds. Would probably I I just have I don't know. I think that they have. Yeah, I mean, I hope I hope, Leeds, I hope Leeds don't do a uh, you know Sheffield United where they obviously they had a pretty stellar oh, yeah. first season and then yeah. just completely bottled it. Yeah. The second round, yeah. so um, yeah, I hope they don't do that. Yeah, I think I think dark horse wise, I feel like I feel like Villa would be surprising, and I think kind of a dark. I think you know it's a big loss without Grealish, but they they played without Grealish towards the end of the season, anyways, because he was out injured. Um, He's out having those orgies. Really good yeah, <laughs> got caught in those British tabloids. Uh, and, that, and that is a good segue to kind of like our middle or like most average teams of this year. Um, and this was this was a tough choice because I really think this year is kind of one of like you got your clear winners and you got your clear like relegation dangers. Um, and this year it's going to hurt Omar's feelings if he still supports them. We don't know. Uh, but I'm, I got Wolves finishing uh, middle of the pack. Uh, dude, that's who <laughs> I have as well. I have Wolves finishing middle of the pack as well. I was thinking Wolves, yeah. 
I mean, they're, lo- they're losing their manager who we assume was a big part of the team. I mean, he's got high praise. Uh, I mean, we should talk. It's Portugal's B team, essentially. Um, they're always fun to watch. Um, and I don't think they've lost any big players as of now. But, um, they, I mean, they have a, I have a new manager coming in, and I really think uh, he held them together. You guys know who the, who the new coach is? You guys are going to laugh at this. I do know another, another Portuguese coach. <laughs> they're bringing in, but they're bringing in Benfica's coach, and he actually did it. Benfica was doing Lage, right? Bruno, yeah, yeah. And so we'll see what they. I think I think Wolves did that bad because they didn't have a number nine. Like they did not think that Raul Jimenez was going to get hurt. So they played an entire season without. They had the young, the young guy, uh, but he didn't. He didn't perform that well. So I think if Raul Jimenez come back, come back strong. Um, they don't sell too many of their big pieces. I think I think they'll do all right. I don't think I think they'll do. I don't think they will be near the top four, but I think they'll be uh, like around where Leeds is right now. I think. Where do you okay? So do you think do you think it's a loss if they finish middle of the table, or do you think or do you think a win's like sixth? Oh, I, I think six would be like a win. For okay. Them. Yeah. Did they finish? Did they finish last year? Yeah. I think it's gonna be. Uh, let me check. Uh, they were like 10 or 11, no, or like what were it they? It was bottom, it was bottom. Math, wasn't it? No, they're not that. Yeah, so Wolves think... finished 13. They finished yeah. 13. Yeah, yeah. 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 so I, I mean, top, I think top eight would be a good, yeah. Yeah, I, I say if they finish top 10, I feel like that's a win for them. Yeah. I had uh, I had Crystal Palace as my most mediocre. Uh, that would be like a win for them. Yeah, they got a, I mean, they got a good <laughs> manager or. Potentially. Well, I considered average like between ten and thirteen place. Um, Six and a half last year. But uh, I just yeah. feel they. I just think of them. I just thought. I just think they're just the most mediocre team in general. I think they've stayed in the Premier League for a while, but they've always been around uh, yeah, me too. the middle. So when I just thought yeah. of average team, I just thought, yeah, thought Crystal Palace, Fair. also Southampton. Yeah. I thought. I have Crystal Palace finishing tenth, just like one above uh, Wolverhampton. So, yeah. I think I, I think Southampton. I'm worried about them because I've always I've always liked Southampton as like my second favorite team because I mean they have such a good academy, but last year they were really shitty, like really shitty. So I'm worried about them this year for sure. <laughs> so I yeah, think, I think it's. I, oh, go ahead, Sam. All right, cheers. I'm sorry about that. I think uh, I think I would say as a middle team, I would put Everton. Uh, this year, oh yeah, um, I think uh, they haven't done much turnover in their squad. Uh, they kind of were certainly lacking a little bit. They have a changeover in terms of their manager. It'll be interesting to see how uh, Rafa Benitez, uh, you know, takes on takes on the team, what he does with it. But um, yeah, I true, think, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how do you go? How do you go from being Liverpool manager, saying that Everton are literally shit, and then being Everton manager and trying to make their fans feel like? He didn't say that. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I don't. That's such a. I don't know. I'll get to it later, but I don't think it's going to end well for Everton either. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> I don't know why, but I do have a bit more hope than the other teams we've finishing mid table. But yeah, so my uh, my average team, it's not. Uh, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do for La Liga. Obviously, I don't think they'll finish mid mid table, but I think on their standards, it'll be average. I would say Real Madrid. I think Real Madrid Ooh. will have a bad season. Champions League, like Liga, everything. Why? They lost Ramos, who was their captain, who was a leader, and they let him go. 
And I haven't seen them buy anybody. They haven't bought any players. They haven't bought a lot of replacements. Hazard looked like a flop to them. <laughs> Hazard's uh, been a flop. Modric, <laughs> Tony Cross, and Benzema are all getting old. Um, and they're gonna they got bail, they got bail back though. And, I mean, and Cruz, didn't Cruz uh, didn't he retire? Am I wrong? No, not that I know. No, no, yeah, no, he's still playing. Tony Cruz is definitely still playing. And on top of that, it was their owner that was trying to push for for that league, so they're they're in deep trouble. They're and and we're gonna get into that league later too. Uh, I did add a couple notes uh, when we get to La Liga, and I will say I got a new La Liga team, uh, Rayo Vallecano. <laughs> uh, I've, I've heard they're very uh, anti-racist and anti-fascist. So, oh, really? That's uh, cool. Yeah, I've heard they're like a really good, like have a really good support system. So, um, that's my team now. Terrible logo, dog shit logo, but I'm gonna go for him. I don't know if the is it Golden Ball is the best assist. Either way, we're gonna do Golden Boot and top assists. Um, of the league for next year. And I, and I, mine's almost a bold prediction. Uh, I think Patrick Bamford gets golden boot for Leeds United. Um, on that note, my pick changes if Patrick Kane stays, but I don't think Patrick Kane stays stays. I think he's, I think he's pulling like a NBA holdout, yeah, like a fucking yeah. James Harden or something. Yeah. Um, talking about Harry. Oh, we're talking about Sir Harry of house Kane. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I just I think he's gone. And if Harry Kane joins Manchester City, it's going to be a fucking blowout. Like that team would be complete with him. Um, and then going to my assist to segue a harsh segue, uh, Bruno Fernandez, Manchester United. Let's get it done, baby. I don't know. I, I'm gonna have to think a little bit about mine. I'll tell you who won't get Golden Boot though, Matt. Timo Werner. I was about to say. I knew you were about to call him. I knew you were about to call him out. But honestly, I think uh, that, last that guy would be last, lucky to make the bench. He might not get. Listen, he might not get golden boot, but he did get. He could get golden ball. Just be, if that is like you said, assists. Just because for Chelsea, he did have the most. Um, he was involved in the most chances. Uh, for goals. yeah, well, I don't know if like going for a shot and then just missing the ball, and <laughs> rolling to another player counts as an assist. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? In my book, it does. Um, yeah, honestly, I could see Bruno definitely being. And like you said, yeah, if if, uh, if Kane does go to Man City, I do think that he'll have a lot kind of set on his on the silver platter for him. He'll just kind of knock at me. Um, and they got Hyungming Son too. Like he he could dish it. So that's another. If if Kane stays, I think he uh, he could be a leader for the top assist award as well. Yeah, because he was leading at one point last season, I believe. Uh, most of it's. Uh, most yeah, of I think Kane season. won both. You know, it's crazy. That's oh, crazy. Wow. Okay. I can't believe that. I, I didn't realize that Kane won a top assist. That's nuts. Yeah. And goal. Oh, yeah, that's right. Or did yeah. he tie with someone, or was he the outright winner? I, I think he was the outright winner, and oh, it just yeah. went kind of under the table or under the rug, rather, because, like, there's so much more drama and they didn't do well. But Kane played the season of his life last year. I, that, that, I mean, going to Chelsea's standpoint, that could be Lukaku. Easy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. man, Lukaku would be up there. If he, yeah. No, I, I, I mean, so. that's the reason why you're paying him that much. Yeah, you, exactly. you need him. You need him. Your team, it, it, what sucks is you lost the best-looking guy on your team, though. Oh, Matt Kelly. Hey, Giroud. <laughs> uh, that's, that's kind of a – it's going to be a morale low. But we are losing <laughs> Abraham as well. I believe he's going to, to Roma, so definitely going. Oh, he's playing under Mourinho. I believe so. Actually, wow! Yeah, it looks like it looks like uh, on loan. 
No, I think he, he might be headed out. Oh, I can't. I can't wow. actually say. I can't actually say to be honest. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. So. We'll All see. right. So my top goal scorer. Mm. You guys probably could guess this one, but I'm gonna go with my boy Raúl Jiménez. I think he he comes back strong. Uh, not a lot of pressure at Wolves. He just has a hell of a year, and we need that for Mexico. We need him to have a good year leading up to the World Cup. So. Yeah. And then for assist, I'm gonna go with my boy Cody Debona. Uh, Bruno Fernandez. <laughs> Thank if you. you. Don't know Cody, look him up. Compared yeah. to no, hey, please edit out my last oh. name in that comment. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I, there's that's uh, three people that say Bruno for most assists. Yeah, I definitely think he's up. I definitely think he's up there for that assist. Uh, you know, you could even throw in. Let's see how he does. But you could throw in uh, Jason Sancho as well. I mean, he's quite. Uh, he's quite an assist maker himself. Um, don't think he'll get into as many good positions to be able to do that um, compared to what Bruno does. And he might relinquish some of his assisting abilities, but he can certainly whip in a good cross and, um, you know, certainly bag, bag a few assists. Uh, I think as a golden uh, boot, you know, I do have Harry Kane. I think, you know, people talk about he was getting a bit older, he's maybe slowing down, but I think coming off the season and the, um, you know, the Euro campaign he had, um, I don't think he's slowing down really. I think whether he stays at City or uh, um, Tottenham, uh, I think he's going to get goals and he'll always be in the hunt. So um, you know, I think he'll be more likely to be so if he's at City. But um, yeah, I mean, who knows? But I still have him as uh, being top. It's kind of hard. He's not like, to say I thought he was. Yeah, I thought he was old too. But what is he like? Twenty-seven or twenty-nine? I think he's like twenty-nine, twenty-eight, twenty-nine. He's, he's less than thirty. Yeah. Yeah. So he's arguably in the prime age-wise. Yeah, Lukaku was 28, so yeah, be younger than I thought. For real. Yeah. You really? Yeah, I thought you yeah. were still 18. No. <laughs> <laughs> that boy's 28. That guy's Peter Pan. <laughs> yeah. Um I uh I'm thinking Grealish at City if he if he be playing for most assists. Uh if he gets if he becomes you know one of their starters and that, I think I think I can see him getting a lot of assists. Um, for Golden Boot, I gotta go with the Egyptian King. Most uh, I do. Uh, <laughs> I do feel like we've slept on him though. Like yeah. he's fucking consistent. He's been consistent for like the last four years. He, even a bad year That's last true. year. What was he? That's was true. he? He was like second. Did he finish second last year in the Golden Boot or third at least? I think. Yeah, was, I believe he was second. He was, he was up there again. Um, you call him uh, Egyptian King or Chelsea's projects. Uh, the Egyptian <laughs> King. Everybody's Chelsea's plot project. Chelsea's reject. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chelsea We're not talking about it. Look at the Chelsea rejects, though. De Bruyne. De Bruyne. Salah. Salah. Charlotte. Lukaku. Coming Lukaku. Back now, yeah, yeah. That was the worst business decision, though, by Chelsea, though. You look really yeah, good. man. Yeah. But then again, uh, recently. Got that big money. We, but we haven't shown our, <laughs> our, uh, our youth as well. Yeah, Mo, Mo Salah. De- to confirm, Mo Salah second. Uh, oh, I don't want to subscribe to the newsletter. I don't want to get off of that. Thank you, PremierLeague.com. Uh, Bruno Fernandez third. Song Sun Hyung Ming. They say it backwards. Uh, yeah, thank you, Bamford, and then uh, DCL baby. Um, those were the top six. I might have to say it's it's almost a bit hard not to say Kane for top boot. But I do think that Bamford might top have boot a fire, a fire season or gold boot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're talking about Hogan Menace. No, get out of here. Bamford. 
Ralph Menes is going to be scared to head at the ball, man. I think he's gonna, <laughs> yeah, all of his the, goals that ball is going to come flying in, and it's going to, he's going to duck it. He's going to duck yeah. it. He's going to hand, uh, hand of God that shit. Sam, as our medical expert here in the podcast, what do you think about uh, that injury? Do you know anything about his injury? Like, is that? Yeah, he had, had a skull fracture, didn't he? It was pretty, yeah. pretty bad fracture. Um, uh, it's hard to say. I mean, I'm sure he's undergoing. Mickey probably knows a bit more too about it. A bunch of neuropsychology exams, um, you know, and concussion protocols. It, it's hard to know the long-lasting effects. But even something as simple as heading the ball, uh, you know, that's kind of con- uh, considered uh, concussion. Um, you know, you look at some of the laws in the in the US here. They don't allow, or it's you know, not supposed to, but they don't allow heading uh, for kids. You know, um, I think yeah. under twelve, or twelve years old, yeah. I believe. They don't, they don't allow heading because of potential long-term really? uh, damages uh, just from heading the ball. So, like a certain age. Yeah. So uh, it will be um, interesting to see how it changes his just mentality uh, towards it. I mean, I'm sure he's a professional. He's going to want to get out there and you know head the ball and not really think about his injury. But you know, at the same time, you got to think about mental health and um, mm-hmm. you know, and obviously physical health in this matter. So um, you know, well, so definitely so be interesting to see his well, he had it was a traumatic brain injury. It's obviously more severe than a concussion. Um, yeah, because he had a, he actually had a skull fracture, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I will say no. too, bring to the pod, uh, both the twins are both, uh, I would consider medical experts. So it is yeah. nice to, especially in the concussion field as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just got off some, just got out of some concussion uh, research in Baltimore. Um, yeah, I don't know what the protocol is for adults, especially in sports going back, uh, back into playing. Um, he's obviously been out, he was out the whole season though, pretty much, right? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. He would have, yeah, they obviously would have waited for his physical ailments to, um, you know, rehabilitate properly. And then they would have done some cognitive testing to make sure that um, his brain wasn't further damaged beyond the physical aspect. Um, so the fact that he's been cleared and I think they were very smart with the, you know, the recovery process, they waited the appropriate time. Um, so now it's more on him, whether he is comfortable enough to, you know, go as hard as he was going before the injury. So yeah, time will tell with him. Yeah, hey, hey, with with any traumatic injury, it's terrifying to go back in. Terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so going from good to bad, accolades to what you don't want to happen. Um, top manager picks to get sacked. I originally had three in here. <laughs> I'm actually I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep three because the fucking soccer is crazy. Managers get sacked left and right. Uh, my number one. Uh, Espirito Santo, I think he's going to get sacked. Dude, he was my number one as well. Yeah. (laughs) It's Tottenham's cutthroat, and I don't think his style's Tottenham turnover, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, my number two, definitely. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I'm like that wasn't a dumb prediction. Um, Steve Bruce, (laughs) Newcastle, because I just think Newcastle's going to tank again. Um, He ain't going anywhere. And then I have Rafa Benitez just being (laughs) terrible. Uh, That might be the boldest, or the boldest, rather. it's just so wild to me that he's at Everton now. I, I don't know. I just, like, yeah. I don't know. Where you I yeah. About that. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll throw in a curveball and say, I do think that Arteta might be out the door as well. If they yeah. don't perform, if Arsenal, again, does not perform to Arsenal levels as what they're used to, your fans are not going to be happy. And I think even yeah. finishing mid-table won't be good enough. So um, I, I do think, think Ar- Arteta might be out. Yeah. But I think Arsenal's, Arsenal have redefined – their standard over the past decade because 
they've been so bad consistently for the past decade. So if they get well, what would be considered good for them, any trophy would be considered good for them. That's yes, Yes, I, but I do think that, again, like as an Arsenal fan, not myself, but Arsenal fans themselves will be frustrated finishing even mid-table. They are a team that should be performing top top four, five, six, but I don't know. I don't see that in the cards for them. Yeah, yeah. I guess in, in Premier League finishing, I, they might consider a top six as a win or as a, like, not enough to, like, sack the manager. They're like... Yeah. <sighs> but they, I mean, they stood with them for so long. Yeah, like, exactly. We're like yeah. Chelsea sacked uh what's his why am i blank lampard immediately um well, so because lampard was boy. just over mason now all the time <laughs> no i don't know i have arsenal finishing eighth and i don't think that will be good enough for them no matt i agree with you that's who i had i have uh him get sacked as well i think they don't they won't do well they'll finally get frustrated and there's too many good teams at the top Yep. Where I think, like, compared to, like, Leeds, they'll lose a couple games and they'll be all right. Where I think Arsenal, they'll lose a couple games and get pretty frustrated. Yeah. It just won't go well. I think, that, I think with Leeds, Omar, not to interrupt you, but just yeah. to build on that, like, yeah, go ahead. Le- Leeds will win games they're not supposed to win. But then yeah. they're, they're going to lose some games. So it's like, where does that level out? I mean, as a fan of Leeds, if they knock out of Manchester United, like, that's bigger than a loss. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, my I other know. one is I think um, – Carlo Ancelotti will get sacked by Real Madrid before the end of the season. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, had, I had Ancelotti on my list as well. What, are they going to bring Zidane back in? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that wouldn't that. fucking surprise me. <laughs> They're going to beg him one more time. I swear that guy's retired like five times already. Real Madrid, keep, just keep calling him up. <laughs> um, yeah, I, had a, I, had, I definitely have Mikel Arteta up there. I feel like Arsenal... Fans in particular aren't going to let the board, like you said, Mickey, kind of settle for this kind of new standard that they've been at the past, even past 10 years. I feel like a lot of the fans have still been around that were fans back when Arsenal had the likes of Bergkamp, Youngberg and Thierry Henry, like the, you know, their unbeatable season in 04. Like they're, you know, they're still holding on to that, wanting to get back to that. Um, so I feel like Arteta has been given a good amount of time and opportunity that if he can't kick things off, decently uh, at the beginning of the season. Um, I think he could, he could be gone before Christmas or around Christmas. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think can, that's a good benchmark. Yeah. I can see that. Uh, you know, definitely got Nuno Santo up there just as well, just because, you know, Spurs new team, new manager, see how they do. They have high expectations as well. Um, you know, I think Rafa Benitez, I think he's, he's got a little bit of a cushion, but the fans might just push him out. The uh, things aren't going his way either. And then I have Patrick Vieira as well. So the, uh, Joining the Premier League, uh, I think taking over Crystal Palace, right? So um, I think the question the question he has is that it's Crystal Palace. Um, you know, they have pretty low uh, standards. I think their goal is pretty much just to stay in the Premier League. So he'll get uh, um, you know a good amount of uh, expectation as opposed to like you know someone like Lampard who came in you know from Derby to Chelsea. I mean, there's going to be higher scrutiny and higher pressure than that. But Vieira has yeah. a bit of a cushion. With Palace, so um, it'll be it'll just be interesting to see again. Yeah, I mean it'll be interesting to see again another former player um, that we all grew up watching and and how they how they manage. Forgive me, was is he coming from the MLS as as a manager? Was he at NYFC? I think he's coming from a uh, a French team. Okay, right. I'll be checking. Liga Uno, Liga Two. 
Okay, okay. Is that the, that's the extent that? of his French? <laughs> I'm French now. Parlez-vous <laughs> français? Okay, so no, no, I was right. He was he was at NYCFC, uh, and then he went to he went to Nice. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So good call on that. Yeah, I was like, I swear I've seen him in the MLS. Uh, lasted yeah. 90, 90 matches for NYCFC and eighty nine hey. for Nice. Hey, my boy, getting a little weight. All right. Now. He doesn't look as, as fit as he used to. Who's this? Yeah. Happens <laughs> to all of us, Omar. True. <laughs> I can't talk really much. <laughs> Goodness. Yeah, I got a... So I had Nuno on my list, and then um, I had Ancelotti and Coleman. Uh, wow. Just because, um, just because I feel like, you know, I don't know much about La Liga in general, but Real Madrid or Barcelona, I don't know the details, but it just from the outside... It's, there's not a lot of, you know, they're losing players and no players are coming in. Um, I just think that the normal expectations for those two clubs aren't going to be met this year. And just seeing how they've been in the past with managers, I think there's just an easy excuse. All right, it's the manager's fault. Let's just switch them out and get someone new. Um, so that's why I have those two on my list. I also added, like, kind of last minute, uh, Tuchel. Uh, oh, wow. if, things don't go, if things don't go well, because you've got Matt here talking all, talking shop, saying how great Chelsea are going to be. So you, they come into the season super high, understandably so, right? But I can just, knowing how Abramovich has been, if it's just not going well, if it looks like it's not going well, he might be gone sooner honestly, than you think. I mean, honestly, it, happened, it happened to uh, Di Matteo. Yeah, I'm just going to I think it's unlikely, but I just threw it in there. Pochettino, no, so I can't I can't say I can't really fight against it just because that has been the culture of Chelsea. And I don't like it. I don't like to admit mm-hmm. that. Um it's unfortunate. But I you know, I disagree obviously. I think Chelsea are gonna do really well. I don't know if they'll you know, I think there might be a slump, but we might get past that. That that's the tough part about supporting a team though. It's like I mean, I think all of us like can I mean, especially Omar right now, it's like the management ownership can really fucking piss you off and it makes you want not want to be a fan, but that's not why you became a fan of the team in the first place. So yeah. Okay. Moving on to our last prediction until we get to our final actual like match predictions Um, players to break into the starting 11. My number one right now, I mean, it might seem obvious, but I think Jesse Lingard's going to start to break in. If they can figure how he's going to play in the midfield, we have a loaded midfield. Um, for Manchester, I shouldn't say we, but like Manchester United has loaded midfield. I think he could do really well. Um, and my fucking gutter pick, Ross Barkley. <laughs> Chelsea he's still at, legend. He's still at Chelsea Chelsea <laughs> legend. He is, he is so Chelsea. Yes. <laughs> That's worse than picking Danny Drinkwater. But no. I was I think, gonna say Danny Drinkwater, man. He's, I think he. No, yeah, I just think it'd be funny if Ross Barkley fucking makes it. I mean, you know that what? dude was I, such I, I a hit hope, for two I hope seasons. So. I hope, yeah, he was, and I hope so. But the thing is, you got Jorginho coming off, of, you know, the season of his life. You got Conte, the world, an absolute legend of the game. Um, you got someone like uh, Loftus Cheek that's still fighting for his first place. That I think would be better than um, um, yeah, Barkley. Bar- yeah, Ross Barkley. But I, I don't know. I, that's funny. Yeah, I definitely. If it if it happens, cool. Um, I don't know. I, I definitely do think, like you said, I, maybe. Do you think Sancho is a starting eleven? 
Yeah, I think Sancho's starting 11, but there's a lot. I mean, he's just starting 11 while Rashford's out, I think. Um, okay. Just as like yeah. an easy pick to put on the wing. But um, I don't know. Gr- Greenwood for me is just so – he's either amazing or shitty in my eyes. I know that's not the common view, but. You think he's inconsistent? Yeah, I think he's super inconsistent. But he's young, so it's like – I don't know. Yeah, I'd rather have him on a team. He's probably at the club on Friday nights. Yeah, that's true. Just like you. <laughs> Just turned 18, yeah. <laughs> Just the under, 18, under 18 clubs. Yeah, you 18, baby. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, I actually had uh, Jesse Lingard as well, as I think. Ooh. I think he's good enough. I think what he did at West Ham, I think he's back. Uh, now that he's back at United as well, he'll be feeling really confident. Um, I can see him breaking into that 11. Uh, yeah, I mean, just to add on that, West Ham like did super well too, and he led that pack. Like that's a big confidence booster, like you said. Yeah, yeah. And then from uh, more of a Liverpool standpoint, I got Harvey Elliott breaking in. So he was on loan last year to Blackburn. Uh, he's come back, and he has had a really solid preseason so far. And I've seen a couple of highlight bits, and he's looked. He's looked really good. Like, he is quick on the ball. He is fighting that passes. He's, he's like Thiago, like, you know. Um, if he's able to keep that up, he could he could easily break in. So, watch that space for Javi Elliott. Oh, yeah, I never heard of him. Uh, I'm not going to be watching yeah. Liverpool games this year. <laughs> Boycott. Omar, I, I am curious to see, like, who you think is going to pop into the 11. Uh, I mean, even for, like, Barcelona has – people are sleeping on their youth system right now. I mean, you got to know uh, who I would say. You guys got to know. I talk You're going to say please. Time, but, but I think I, it's almost like a wish, too. I just love the way he plays. Like, he just fits the Barcelona style, the way he's able to keep the ball and just play really smartly, like, possession in that midfield. Like, I just really enjoy who, watching Who, Messi? <laughs> <laughs> he's going to bring back in? <laughs> I, I, think he, I just love the way he plays. I hope he gets an opportunity this year. I hope he – they gave they gave him the number six, so to me that's that's already that's uh, big. Number six is big. big. Uh, so I hope he's able to get. That the was Iniesta, right? But I think I think we got the next Xavi Iniesta already. With, no, it was Xavi, uh, yeah. Pedri and uh, Ricky Puig, I think are our next Xavi Iniesta. Like, and I mean that, I mean that, like really, like those Pedri. I mean, you guys seen what he's done this year? Oh yeah, man, he, killer. Even even for the national team, man. Yeah. He's... And once you see it, Ricky Puig fitting fitting in with him. And then we'll have uh, the, that trio with Frankie the Young playing among those two. Uh, hopefully, I, I would like to see Frankie the Young play more of like a Busquets role and getting rid of Busquets out of that midfield. Uh, but then I really like our, our young center back, Araujo. He's uh, um, from Uruguay. He's Uruguay. Really, really quick. He's really fast. He already started some games. It will be a fun year to watch Barcelona the sends that. It will be cool to see what type of young players um, – what type of young players break in? Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I think it's uh, kind of a different angle. Same team with Man United. I think uh, Van der Beek might, uh, might break the 11. Um, I think uh, in a second sense, I think we're pretty stacked with like, uh, you know, from a midfield standpoint with Bruno and uh, Pogba. Um, uh, but I think Van der Beek can pop in a little do, bit more into do you see role. do you see Pogba as a attacking player I mean because he's played I feel like not last year but the past couple seasons as like a defensive role I know now we have Fred and Fred's been great too but um 
I just wonder how you – do you see him as an attacking role this season? I do. I do. I feel him more – I feel like that's when he's more at his best. Like, I feel like he can be more in a, in a free role like that. Is more in an attacking role uh, is when he can be free. If he's sitting back and more defensive-minded, he's – I feel like he's more restricted. Because um, he'll make he'll he'll make those runs where you know he'll burst into the box and kind of get goals some goals that way as well um, versus just hanging back and you know, shooting from distance dictating play you know getting a uh, balls out wide um, I think having someone more solid in the back you know Fred obviously did that pretty well last year I don't know how much longer uh, I don't know if Fred can can keep that up that's why I think you know a couple of games of Van der Beek's been in so far I think he had, he obviously had a tough season last year. Coming over from Ajax, um, you know, I think credit to him to kind of sticking around. I think he easily could have uh, jumped ship after a rough first year. Um, but I think he's learning a lot. He's growing. And I think he'll continue to do so. And I think he'll get some some good looks in this season. I don't think he'll start right away. But I think whether it's an injury that comes in or, or whether it's, um, you know, later on in the second half of the season, I think he'll potentially be able to break in. Um and uh, probably a little bit more out of the box. He probably got, uh, I think, Deli Ali for, for Tottenham might come back in. Um, I was sur- I was surprised nobody picked him. Yeah, I think uh, I think with the new manager, uh, I think he start he started to get kind of a look in last year towards the end of last year with uh, um, Mourinho. But um, I think he's I think he's still a good player. Uh, obviously, he's had a rough couple of seasons, but um, I think he's looked like he's about to bounce back. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think he actually will fit well in Espiritu Santo's um, system. Um, and I mean, we can't we can't avoid the fucking elephant in the room. I mean, m- nobody saw this coming. Messi leaves Barcelona. They agreed to a terms, um, but due to La Liga regulations and basically if you dig into it it's basically how far in debt you can let your team go and spend on players so they basically barcelona realized they could pay for him no matter what and they had to let their boyhood player who's been there for nine years go um not only is this like massive to the soccer world in general this year was the first year espn plus had rights in the u.s to play la liga which is huge they got Serie A rights last year i think almost specifically for ronaldo um, Barcelona is reportedly in $1.4 million in debt. Um, and I think that's a reason that's one of the main reasons they agreed to be in the super league initially, because they need the month that they need the money for their debts and to play for, pay for these players. Um, and on that note, one last thing I want to bring up about the situation is Amazon, I believe is reportedly just bought rights for Liga Un. Um, so Jeff Bezos wins again. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So Brian will have that's nice. So yeah, we don't know exactly how they're gonna roll it out. I know they they just keep buying like movie productions and stuff. So that's uh, huge. Yeah, Amazon could be wow. having the French league there. Um, and and what do you know? What, the same day delivery? Yeah, you know, I would assume. <laughs> I would assume same day, minimum two day. Um, I don't know if he's gonna fly in his penis shaped rocket, uh, but. Um, and fucking Messi, everybody thought he's going to roll with number 19, comes out with number 30 today. What are your guys' thoughts? Yeah, can I ask what, Ooh. like, why 30? So, why, number what? 30 was Messi's first number at Barcelona. Okay. Okay. And he started with number 30, and then he went to number 19, and then after Ronaldinho left, he went to – but I don't know why he would go to 30. I actually Maybe it's almost like a swan song, right? Like, in Europe, though. Like, start, you, start, you break through his 30, 
you end with 30. Yeah, give it, give it honor, give it respect. And he had a two, so he signed a two-year contract at PSG. Uh, what, what, how old is he now? What, what would that make him? He's, uh, he's 34 now. 34, yeah. So. That was he's 36. I mean, yeah. It yeah, he's kind done. Of fits. He might be looking like, you know, back to Argentina <laughs> or MLS. But I, what, I will, what, I, what I will say, like, everybody puts a number on, like, yeah, he's 36. But if he's still producing, that number means nothing. I, yeah. I really think it's, like, arbitrary. But, look, but when it comes to soccer. Think about it. If you're messy, right, you've been at the top of the game, like, literally for the last 10 years or whatever. Um, do you want to risk or tarnish that a little bit just because you want to play a few extra years in Europe? Or do you want to kind of, like, okay, I've, done, I've made my stamp on the world? Um, I you know I can I can kind of see where I like if the dude wanted to continue to play the sport because he loves it then can't can't not respect that but I do see where you, what you're saying if he needs to bow out while he's on top then yeah it's actually respectable as well um, yeah, I yeah don't know. he might not I'm, he might have a dream that we don't know about that like going back to Argentina I don't know if you play for a club there but uh, no yeah. Newell's old boys I think. I think he'll play two years max at PSG, and I really think I'll see him. He'll go to Inter Miami. Uh, he has a lot of ties to that to that club and the Argentinian community in Miami, and I think I can really see him going there, loving living in the United States, and kind of doing what Pelé did when he came in and really transformed the game uh, here. So, I mean, that's kind of what I think. I mean, who knows? He could also go to Argentina, though, and relive that dream with that team, but but Omar, Omar, I gotta ask you as a as a diehard Barcelona fan yeah. for your whole life, what does this mean to you, man? This team has been almost centered directly around Lionel Messi for my whole life, your whole life, and to see him leave for a, a contract that he said I'll take a fifty percent cut for is asinine. It's yeah, crazy. I think it, was, I think it was yeah, it was it was heartbreaking. Like I I didn't think you know, I was actually gonna be that sad about Messi leaving at first. Really, like even last year when he. When he first said he was going to leave and all that, I was like, you know, like, it's time. But when he when it was for real this time, I, I was just sad to, like, it didn't feel like the right way, like, Messi should have left. Yeah. Like, I think we yeah. all pictured, like, Messi le- leaving a different way now with all this drama. And, I mean, he's just a legend. Like, I grew up watching him. Like, I fell in love with Barcelona because of Rafa Marquez. But I remember watching Messi, like, and I fell in love with the game even more through Messi. Like, I've seen him live twice now at the Camp Nou and – just watching him play just is ridiculous. I've never seen anybody like him. So to see him go is, but I, but also it feels like as a Barcelona fan, like I'm ready for Barcelona to have their own identity. Like we've been playing for Messi the past couple of years. Like we've, we're dependent on whether Messi has a good game or not. And I'm almost ready to see Barcelona have an actual like team and, and be able to move the ball around and not depend on just Messi. So I'm excited to see that, but I'm also like heart, heartbroken to see him go. Do you yeah, think this I, is uh, – sorry to interrupt you, Mick. Um, do you think it's the end of, like, the old guard for Barcelona? I mean, the only guy left is Busquets and uh, Pique, yeah. right? Yeah, Busquets, Pique, and I think that's, that's – that might be it. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, a new generation, and I'm excited about some of the new generations. I'm not excited about management and the things that they've done and the way they've handled their business and, and the way the thing is – it's sad, you know. It's sad to see, like, how much – how much they care about money and some of the decisions they made. They've made some terrible, like I understand why Messi's pits too. Like when he wanted to leave, they wasted like three years of his prime and never really got the players that they want, that he wanted, you know, like, 
with bringing in like Dembele and, and bringing in Griezmann, I don't think those players that we really needed. And what even about Braithwaite? Bra- I mean, let's not even talk about him. <laughs> I'm about to get, I'm about to- <laughs> he said legend. Want to know what I? Know, I really want to know about is how's Aguero feeling right now? Yeah. Aguero's out for 10 weeks. Yeah, Why? I saw what? that. I saw he's out. Messi yeah. like said, this team. He injured himself. <laughs> <laughs> Done shot himself in the foot. <laughs> yeah, he really did. But yeah, I feel like, yeah, Messi, you know, Messi should not have left Barca the way, you know, you don't want it to, it shouldn't have ended. With him at a press conference crying and saying that he did everything yeah. he could to stay and yeah. he still had to leave you know like he never thought he would come to that um so it's pretty unfortunate i it was yeah definitely surprising you know one day literally one day there's talk that say that he's renewing his contract he took a 50 percent cut literally the next day he's leaving bastards say that he's leaving so yeah uh-huh. definitely a shock from the outside yeah, I think the word is anticlimactic. I think, you know, someone as revered as Messi, who has just literally transformed the game, like Omar said, has just been, on, you know, the top player for the last decade. Um, you expect to see kind of more of a, I don't know, a presentation when a player like that leaves. Um, it's just, like I said, like we've all said, it doesn't necessarily do him the most respect. So, yeah, definitely surprising. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was like, weird, wasn't it? Because, like, they, they did that. Like, they had this. You know, like he said how grateful he was for his time there and he did that picture of all the trophies he won and stuff. But at the same time, it was like, you know, you know, you know that he didn't want to leave. Like we all know that he didn't want to leave. Barca didn't want him to leave. You know, it's a weird like kind of uh, paradox. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one point four billion dollars in debt is massive. And I know they uh, I believe they signed some kind of deal. Um, I don't remember uh, with which company, but to get some of that money back. But I mean, that's terrifying. And I mean, the, the most heartbreaking part of it, he's been there from nine years old to 34 years old. I mean, this whole developmental life has essentially been at that club. So wow. mm-hmm. yeah, it's heartbreaking. But to finish off the Untitled Podcast with the lads, we will get to our match day one of 38 predictions. Uh, match number one, Brentford versus Arsenal. Write all your picks down, please, uh, just so we can track this, uh, because whoever wins is going to get a jersey of the loser's choice. Of Watford. Uh, probably <laughs> it will Watford. be fucking Watford of the Kaiser Chiefs. Uh, Brentford <laughs> Arsenal, we're all we're all a little bit Brentford fans because the bees and the boys like to buzz. Um, I'm I'm gonna say Brentford gets a late winner, two to one. I'm gonna say I'm Brentford. Gonna go, uh, Brentford Arsenal, one one tie. Oh, I'm going to go Bradford 1-0. Ooh, I'm going to go Arsenal 2-0, even though I do love the Buzz and Bradford boys. Yeah, I mean, hey, this these predictions have to be real predictions, not just who you want to win, you know? Yeah, yeah, like this, yeah. There's shit on the line here. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Are on the line here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think I'm going to just sabotage on purpose. Uh Dude, so, I know yeah, that I if think... I win, I'm getting Omar and I am Robin jersey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. No. Just for the listeners, you remember when Robin died to the Mexico in the World Cup? No edit at all. No edit and out. Let's go. Do we get the English boys a Croatia jersey then? Or we... Yeah. 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 Well, there's well, a bunch more, of... Mickey. Italy beating you or Croatia beating you? Well, both of you guys actually answered this one. Uh, I was actually more upset about the Croatia defeat. 
Yeah. I yeah, mean, that's World same. Cup, right? I mean, that's... It was World Cup, and also it, was, it wasn't in penalties, you know? Like, this Italy one, it was kind of... It, I was more at ease because it was on penalties, where it's it really was 50-50 at that point. Yeah. yeah. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the Croatia one was rough. Croatia Thanks. was rough. Like, I didn't speak to anyone for, like, two days, man. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. Sam, did you... I'd say piss off. <laughs> Sam, did you say who you think is going to win? Arsenal, Brentford? Uh, yeah, I think uh, you know, I think I have to go with Arsenal in this one. Uh, and I'll say three now. Wow! Oh, no faith in the now. fucking buzzing boys. <laughs> All right. <laughs> On to our second match. I think, I think it's going to be a shock. A shock to them in All the right. Premier League. But what's this? Right. Omar, you picked, right? Or... Yeah, 1-1 one, 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 tie. That's right. Okay. Uh, second pick of the first day of 38 in match day, Leicester City versus Wolves. Uh, I'll take Leicester City three nil Wolves. I'm gonna take oh, Leicester no. Leicester two nil. I'm gonna do a one one. I'm gonna do oh, a one zero no. Wolves win. Raul Jimenez goal. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait till he doesn't start. <laughs> <laughs> if he doesn't start, then I'm out. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say one nil Leicester. All right. All right. Game number three. Uh, this is a barn burner. Watford versus Aston Villa, or as Omar calls it, Aston Villa. Aston Villa, baby. <laughs> I am going to go. Oh, this is going to suck. I'm going to say 0 0 draw. Ooh, that sounds terrible. I'm going to say Aston Villa, uh, but actually, no. Yeah, both of them. 1 uh, 1. It's a draw to me. I'm I'll going Aston Villa, Villa 2 1. one. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. oh, that was what? exact. Podcast moment. I gotta get the uh, fucking timestamp of this. It's <laughs> a line there, am I? Did Sam? Did you pick yet? Sorry, there was a lot of commotion. I uh, know. No, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, I'm gonna go three 0 Villa as well, actually. Wow! Watch wow! Another three. Another three. It's gonna be a high-scoring weekend, boys. <laughs> the question is: Do we have to just say who wins, or do we are we actually keeping track of the perfect score? No, we're just gonna go uh, oh. win, loss, or draw. If you get that correct, um, that's a point. I guess we could do. You get an extra half point if you correctly do the score. Um, Okay. I, I yeah, what let's do like, that. What is this like uh, NBC Pickham, you know, win fifty thousand? Yeah, well, I I have not even five uh, percent. Who's, who's of that. got fifty thousand? Um, okay, so we'll do this. Okay, so if you cor- uh, per, uh, correctly predict the outcome of the fixture, you will get a point. If you get the actual score, you will get half yeah. a point. Yeah, um, that's good. That's good. Uh, so our fourth game of the first match day of thirty-eight. Burnley versus Brighton or Brighton, if you pronounce your T's. I am going to go. I'm going to say 2 2, draw. I'm going Brighton 2 0. Uh, two I'll go Brighton 1 0. Oh, I was going to say Brighton 1 0, too. Man, you guys are fucking on the same period cycle. <laughs> Ooh, why, are you, why are you copying me, bro? Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I just didn't want to have that moment again. But... <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Sam? I'm gonna... I'm gonna say I'm gonna go no no on this one. Uh, that's that's like a trademark Burnley result. That's true. No, I thought yeah. Sam Sam was on like the three nils and it's Burnley. He's like, nah, not a chance. 
<laughs> well, we know how much he hates Burnley. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, next match. I actually think it's going to be a really good match. Newcastle versus West Ham. Um, I am going to – this is a tough game. I'm going to take West Ham 1-0. I'm also taking West Ham 1-0. I'll go uh, – because the great Andy Carroll is a Newcastle <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go one-one. Mickey, I, I was uh, the guy who's going to pick one-one as well. <laughs> 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 All right, we need to change up the order. We need to change yeah. up the order. No, I was going to go Newcastle West Ham with uh, Newcastle goal by uh, Santiago Munez. Okay, thank you. Give uh, <laughs> that prediction. Okay, on to so, yeah, uh, that was all of us, same. right? No, same. No, no, I'm going to go. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm still here, Cody. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> Newcastle West Ham. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say two one West Ham. All right, we got a barn burner here. Actually, Manchester United versus Leeds United for the first match. Ooh. 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 Wow. This is tough. I'm actually gonna say two two draw here. I'm gonna say one one. Ooh. I'm gonna say uh, match of the week three three. Wow. Ooh. Cool. Yeah. Three goals that. by Calvin Phillips. That kid is on fire. I'll go uh, uh I'll go two one United. Yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go four 0 United. Oh, I mean, we're, we're we're coming off a fucking beat down of Everton. I don't know if you guys haven't yeah. seen that preseason highlight, every goal is a banger. It was about here. Four, four nil. I mean, oh. four nil. I feel we're going to dominate. I think. Uh, I think Maguire and Varane are back. Going to be solid. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to kill it right off the bat, out of the gate. Amen. Let's go. All right, our next match: Chelsea versus Crystal Palace. I got Chelsea three yeah. 0 Chelsea three 0 as well. I like Chelsea three oh, 0 I'm gonna go Chelsea. I'm gonna go two one. Tommy Diaz will be happy about the one little goal that we'll get. Huh. <laughs> no, I'm going to go 2-0. All right. My boy Mindy's going to have a hell of a season. I think that's our first uh, matchup to have all of us going for one team uh, as, as a win. Uh, our next match, uh, Everton versus Southampton. Um, that's a f- I have no fucking clue what's going to happen that game. Judging by Everton's last performance, I'm going to say late winner Southampton 1 0. I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying Everton 1 0. I'm going uh, Everton 2 0. I'll go Southampton 1 0. I'm going to go 1 1. That's fair. Not a lot of goals in this game. We all agree. <laughs> all right. Well, I do think there's going to be a lot of goals. Uh, Norwich City versus Liverpool. Um, I'm going to go. It's going to be a fucking beat down, I think. I'm going to go Liverpool 3 0. I'm going Liverpool 2 0. I'm going to go 5 0. Wow. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go just for that. In this one, I'm going to go with the Sammy Ellis prophecy and have Norwich City 1 0. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh my, wow. you just lost the point. <laughs> you know, I agree. I, I, was, I was thinking of 1-0 Norwich as well. Let's go. Uh, it could happen. 
I gotta make it no come true. Way. <laughs> no way. All right, for our final <laughs> game of the first of 38 match day weeks, uh, Tottenham, Tottenham, Hot Spurs, Tottenham Spurs versus Manchester City. Uh, wow. wow, that's a hell of a game. That's, that's a great a fucking that's a that's a one. I'm gonna go three two Man City. Mm. I'm a, who's home? Who's home? Tottenham? Tottenham. Tottenham at home. Wait, what'd you say, Cody? Three two Man City. Uh as big as this is, I kind of feel like both teams are, are gonna fight for it. I think uh it's gonna be a it's, it's going to be a good game, but it's going to end 1 1. It's going to be a tie. I think I'm going to go with the new hiring of Ted Lasso. Time no <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that show's Wait. fucking amazing. I'm still going to watch it. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go 2 2 as well. I'm going to go 3 1 C. Nah, I do feel that. It hurts. Well, boys. Uh, with that, we have concluded our first episode of the Untitled Lads podcast. Uh, appreciate if anybody listens, uh, any feedback you have. Again, we're just kind of working on the kinks, see how this works. But uh, thanks to everybody, and uh, it's good seeing you guys.